Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. For those of you new to the show, we're studying the Book of Mormon together this year, and today we're going to be in Alma chapter 34. So after Alma finishes teaching the Zoramites, which we learned about in the last few episodes, his longtime missionary companion, Amulek, addresses the crowd and teaches about one of the core fundamentals of the gospel, the atonement of Jesus Christ. The Guide to the Scriptures, found at the back of the new edition of the Book of Mormon, defines the verb atone as the following, quote, to reconcile man to God. As used in the scriptures, to atone is to suffer the penalty for an act of sin, thereby removing the effects of sin from the repentant sinner and allowing him to be reconciled to God. End quote. With this in mind, let's listen to Amulek's teaching. Quote, Behold, I say unto you, that I do know that Christ shall come among the children of men to take upon him the transgressions of his people, and that he shall atone for the sins of the world, for the Lord God hath spoken it. For it is expedient that an atonement should be made. For according, for according to the great plan of the eternal God, there must be an atonement made, or else all mankind must unavoidably perish. Yea, all are hardened, yea, all are fallen and are lost, and must perish except it be through the atonement which it is expedient should be made. For it is expedient that there should be a great and last sacrifice, yea, not a sacrifice of man, neither of beast, neither of any manner of fowl, for it shall not be a human sacrifice, but it must be an infinite and eternal sacrifice. End quote. So for some of you listening, what Amulek is teaching makes perfect sense. God created mankind and gave us the gift of agency. We are free to choose whatever thoughts, words, and actions we want. And because of that agency, sooner or later, we all make mistakes. We all transgress against the commandments of God. We all sin. And because of that, according to God's divine plan for us, we all become fallen and lost through the choices we make. And it's only through the atonement of Jesus Christ that we're able to overcome the effects of sin and find our way back to God through faith in Christ and the process of repentance, whereby we strive to become more like our Savior. However, for others that may be listening to Amulek's words here, the concept of Christ's atonement may not make sense. Here's why. To believe in the importance the necessity of Christ's atonement, this requires that you also believe in the creation, in the fall, in the concept of sin, the idea that if there is a heaven, our choices in this life impact where in the next life we go, the idea that there is one single divine framework that dictates what is good and what is not good. Every single one of these suppositions is very hard to believe, and to come to have faith in the atonement of Jesus Christ, you really have to believe in all of them. And this is why missionary work is so difficult. For someone to accept the gospel of Jesus Christ, let alone the restored gospel of Jesus Christ that Heavenly Father and Jesus brought back to the earth through the prophet Joseph Smith and those who have since been called as prophets to lead the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, to accept all of this, it requires an incredible amount of belief in concepts that are very difficult to believe. I still marvel at the fact that I somehow made it over that giant chasm from unbelief to belief 12 plus years ago. If you were born into a family of believers, perhaps you've wondered from time to time whether you would have been successful at accepting the gospel of Jesus Christ if you were not born into that family. Every time someone accepts Christ into their lives, it truly is a divine miracle. 
So how do we facilitate that miracle in the lives of others, and perhaps in our own life first? As missionaries, we often set aside the question of the atonement and instead first focus on the idea that God is speaking to us. We are all children of God, and he loves us. He loves our families. He wants to help us to be good husbands, good wives, good children, to find happiness in this life. He created a plan for you and I to be happy, to be successful, and to live in the presence of God. To teach us this plan, Heavenly Father has always called individuals like Noah, Abraham, Moses, and Isaiah to serve as his prophets, to help us understand the will of God and how we should live our lives. Despite the fact that many people rejected these prophets, quote, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Christ taught us how to live, how to love, how to show kindness to those around us, how to take care of the poor. And he created a church organizational structure with, quote, some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. While many accepted Christ's teachings and joined his church, Eventually, the unbelievers, and even some of the believers, began tearing that church apart after Christ's death, persecuting the prophets and apostles, and eventually left the church without the divine leadership that Christ had initially set up. Nevertheless, because God so loves the world, even today, in the year 1820, he once again called a prophet to lead his children. And through Joseph Smith, restored the church of Jesus Christ, directed the prophet Joseph to translate a new volume of scriptures, the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, to give evidence to the world that God once again is talking to us, directing us, leading us, with the intent of helping us gain happiness in this life and salvation in the life to come. I taught that message a thousand times as a missionary in Argentina. And for those who hear this message about the restoration of the gospel and accept it, then it's just a matter of gradually learning more and more of what God is speaking to us through his prophets and developing faith line upon line, precept upon precept, including the concepts of the creation, the fall, sin, and the atonement of Jesus Christ that Amulek is now teaching the Zoramites. But obviously there are many people who don't accept this story of the restoration of the gospel through modern day prophets. This certainly doesn't exclude someone from being able to have faith in Christ and his atonement his eternal sacrifice for you and me. But it does require a different entry point. And so how do we talk about the atonement of Christ in a way that will facilitate a spiritual experience for those around us? Or perhaps a more pressing question, how do we think about the atonement in our own life that will facilitate a spiritual experience for ourselves? Amulek may give us a clue here. Quote, And behold, this is the whole meaning of the law every wit pointing to that great and last sacrifice. And that great and last sacrifice will be the Son of God, yea, infinite and eternal. And thus he shall bring salvation to all those who shall believe on his name, this being the intent of this last sacrifice, to bring about the bowels of mercy, which overpowereth justice, and bringeth about means unto men that they may have faith under repentance. End quote. Everyone wants salvation. Some may call it by a different name, liberation from feelings of guilt or remorse, joy in the midst of depression, death, or loss, 
strength to overcome physical or emotional challenges, willpower to overcome addiction. This is the purpose of Christ's sacrifice for us, to make it possible to achieve all these things, if we'll just have faith in his name. As Amulek explains, the atonement of Jesus Christ provides means unto us that we might have faith under repentance. A change of mind and heart that brings a fresh attitude toward God, oneself, and life in general, as explained in the Guide to the Scriptures. This is what is needed to achieve our personal, individualized salvation. And the atonement of Jesus Christ gives us the strength to make that change of mind and heart. So as we're trying to share the gospel, perhaps with ourselves first and then with those around us, while others may have trouble believing all the various aspects of the gospel— we can share how the gospel and atonement of Christ have given us the means to turn to God, to achieve salvation in our life. Hopefully, with the help of the Holy Spirit, those we talk to will feel how the atonement might help them also, and with that hope, be able to begin to believe. Accepting Christ's sacrifice gave me the strength to become the person I wanted to be, to walk away from the destructive pattern of life I was living. It gave me the power to learn kindness, to learn to love others, to learn to love myself. It gives me the incredible power required to be a good husband and father. And perhaps most of all, it gave me the humility to recognize the need in myself to always learn, to always strive to be more like Christ. This is why I have faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ, because I've felt and received the spiritual power I needed to become who I am today. Now, my mother would never forgive me if I neglected to touch on the next part of the gospel that Amulek teaches the Zoramites. Quote, And now behold, my beloved brethren, I say unto you, do not suppose that this is all. For after ye have done all these things, if ye turn away the needy and the naked and visit not the sick and afflicted, and impart of your substance to those who stand in need, I say unto you, if ye do not any of these things, behold, your prayer is vain and availeth you nothing and ye are as hypocrites who do deny the faith. End quote. As you and I reflect on how the atonement of Christ has shaped our lives, let's use that to recommit our decision to accept the Savior's invitation to follow him today, to share with others why we believe and how the gospel has brought salvation to our lives, and remember to take care of those who are struggling beside us. As we do these things, the light of Christ inside us will radiate out to all those in search of their own personal salvation. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.